How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Good. You sound like you're still in the car. Yep, still in the car on the way home. Oh. Hopefully in the next little bit. Oh, well, be safe, first of all. Absolutely. Ooh. Always then. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, everyone. My name's Brandon Morehouse. And I'm Jake Flukiger. And this is The Writer's Block. So, so happy to have everyone. Yes, and this one's going to be a fun one. We're going to be talking about winter marketing. And if you'd like to join in the conversation, please make sure to hit that little mic button in the bottom left corner of your screen. And if you're listening back to the show, Jake, what should the listeners be doing? Well, obviously, you can find this show on any of your podcast streaming services, but especially podbean.com. And don't forget to give us a like, a follow, and comment. Yes, definitely. We appreciate it. Because this show is not about us. It's about you all. Y'all. I want to say you. I don't know. I say y'all, and I sound sound so Southern when I say y'all, but it's a good word. It's a good word. It works. It is a good word. So, per usual, we have to go over our off-topic topic. And if you've never listened before, that's just one of us. One host hitting the other host with a topic they don't know what it's going to be about. And this week, it's my turn. Yay! (laughs) And I honestly have, I had no idea what I was going to talk about until like... That sounds pretty standard, pretty on par. Yeah, well, for both of us, right? Yep. (laughs) So, this month is, what is it, NaNoWriMo? NaNoWriMo, yeah. Yes. <laughs> NaNoWriMo, such a horrible author. And everyone's kind of like, and everyone's just, you know, getting their words on paper, right? You're participating in it. Yep. Right? I, I am, yeah. So that being said, what is your feeling on small houses? <laughs> what? <laughs> Brandon! <laughs> What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. We've talked about right. orcas and whales, and I, let me just have this. Okay. Um, are you talking like small houses or like tiny houses? Like small houses. Like people live in small houses where like they literally built small houses for people to live in, and they're like, this is perfect for us. Um, I think as long as it fits your needs and stuff, I think it's a great idea. I think it works for people. Um, I am probably not one of those people, at least not in Utah, that could deal with living in like a really tiny house. Um, tiny house, just that's because, what Tiny house, sorry. Yeah. T- <laughs> <laughs> I, the, you knew what I meant. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So tiny houses are awesome, um, especially if you love being out of doors, because like, obviously there's not a lot of space. Um, I don't like being out in the cold in the wintertime. And so for me, a tiny house in Utah would be like the worst thing ever. It would be awful. I would hate it. Um, but if you put a tiny house in Hawaii for me, I will totally do that. I will totally do that. Okay. Okay. What about you, Brandon? I don't mind a tiny house. My place isn't that big to begin with. Like, it's it's 550 square feet, but it doesn't, my place doesn't feel that small. I have really, I think I have 15 foot ceilings and it's open concept. So it worked for me. It works. But let's, let's be honest here. You are in like downtown and you have things to do if you were to like actually have a tiny house and park it out in a field somewhere yeah see that would, you be would not survive well, see but that would be a problem because i'm not like <laughs> you're I, not a you're not a country boy you're a I, I grew boy. up in the country and i'm like eh, i'd rather be in the city so i mean there's stuff to do but i would get bored very quickly that is an understatement. <laughs> Not that I wouldn't try, but I would just be like, now what? I, guess I, I, I just can't picture it. it. It's almost like me trying to go camping. It just is not going to happen. I, I picture you like glamping. Oh, glamping is not even functional. I can't. No, no, no. <laughs> my idea, no. 
my that's... idea of camping is like going to like a three star hotel instead of a four. Oh my god, I was literally thinking that up like a three star Of course you were. Ugh, this is like rugged. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is disgusting. <laughs> I can't be here anymore. We have to find something else. This is unacceptable. Like it's fine. It yeah, works. that's pretty. That's pretty much me. Yes. Well, I would love to hear everyone's thoughts on tiny house. If you could live in a tiny house or not, feel free to put it in the comments. Now, Jake. <clears throat> yes. I'm sure you're going to have plenty of questions for me, right? I am going to have plenty of questions for you. All right. So while the cops drive by my place. Um, well, obviously, we've got to have some sirens we, in, in every single episode. Always hear a siren in the background of my house, right? Um, yeah, it's just what happens. What, what's your first, because we're talking about winter marketing. Okay, so here's the thing. Why should an author worry about seasonal marketing, like any of the seasonal stuff that we've done? Why does that matter? Yes, you because you, as an author, want to be planning ahead and knowing what's upcoming, what's going to be happening, and you need to put systems into place to make sure your book is, we'll say, Black Friday is a prime example. Okay. Is your book going to be on sale? Okay. During right. that time. And that's something so, for someone who's traditionally published. You need to work that with your, your publisher and your agent. But as an independent author, that's something you can really control with your pricing system. Okay. So here's the thing. What is different between winter marketing and let's say like we just did fall marketing, we've done summer. What is, why is winter marketing special? Well, winter marketing um, is different because there's a lot of holidays and that's where a lot of businesses bounce back from being in the red back into the black and Okay. That's where they, that's where Black Friday comes from because that's where most businesses earn their money back because people are buying products for holidays, right? Okay. For gift giving, I can I can totally get behind that. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. So you want to market your book to appeal to those potential buyers. Okay. So here's another question for you then: What are the key points then that you need to pay attention to as part of winter marketing? Like what are those key dates that we need to worry about? I, I would say your biggest ones are going to be post Thanksgiving that okay. it's, it's black Friday. Um, what is it? Small business Saturday and then cyber Monday. Those okay. are going to be your big three like push dates. Um, Cause that still allows for books to be printed and delivered. Um, now, it's a little bit more difficult now because books in general are having a harder time being printed and published because of the paper shortage. Okay. As, I and I, and I, air, and I air quote that paper shortage, right? Paper shortage. Okay. So does that mean that we should be preparing now? You Yes. You should have a plan in place and Pretty much, you should have had it finalized a month ago, but you can definitely start working on it now. Okay, so talk me through what that plan should be. So that's going to vary depending on what you're, I mean, we're all selling books, right? But like what, you need to understand what kind of genre and market, what works well for your, for your books. So... You need, from that, you also need to understand where your price ranges are at because you want to make sure you're making a profit. Now, you might not make as much because you're gouging yourself. I mean, I don't want to say you're gouging yourself, but you're lowering your profit. But as we all know, being an author is not a quick overnight millionaire. It's a long really? No, no, weird, right? You'd think weird. I just thought it would be like a New York Times bestseller first book I had out there. I, you know, I thought it was a weekend project, and here I am in it, like five years later, still going at it. Um, shocking, shocking, so weird. <laughs> so, you want to make sure, especially if you're independently published, <clears throat> you're still covering those costs of 
how much it's going to cost Amazon or whoever to print your book, and then because um, they take their money from that from that pub from that purchase, covering that cost first. Because if you go lower than that, then you owe money for every single one that you print. Okay. Okay. This is all. This is all good stuff. So. So what I really want to know is is let's say I'm an indie published author. Um, what is my game plan leading up to these specific dates that are so important? So you want to make sure you are advertising. That's the big thing. Putting and yes, you can just tweet it, but I highly recommend pictures and videos because st- studies show that people respond better to that because it's a visual showing like I would do like a picture of your book as an ebook and then like a, a paperback as well. And then like showing like that it's crossed out. This is the normal price, but on this date we'll be running for this much. Um, okay. And, and showing that, and you should be tweeting that or advertising it depending on the platform. However, the algorithms work in your favor. Now don't overload it, but you want to do it at least every couple hours on here. On Facebook and, and Instagram, probably once a day would be sufficient. Okay. Um, so are there any other tools that people should be using to advertise, especially for things like Cyber Monday, other than social media platforms? I mean, uh, I mean, we've talked about it before where it's like this, the, the business How part. big of a budget do you have? Okay, so let's talk about budget. Right. Okay. What do you want? I mean, that's what that comes down to. (laughs) Yeah. How how big is your budget? Right. I mean, that's going to be, that's a tough one because everyone's budget is different. I mean, so if you've got the extra money and you want to put it towards um, like Google ads or Facebook ads or whatever, yeah, definitely. Those definitely help. I've never used them, but I've, I, I just, I've never used them, so I can't speak to those. But I have heard and read that they work really well. Okay. I've, I've done it. Oh. It's okay. Um, I've also done Amazon and stuff like that. It works. Um, you, you do see a little bit of bump, but it's not a lot. And if you were to compare it to how much you put in versus how much you get, eh, it's questionable if it's actually worth it. Right. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, something to think about. Um, Facebook and stuff. Uh, the Twitter. Yeah, it's Twitter. God damn it. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. It'll always be Twitter. Um, I'll die on this hill. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I- I'll shoot somebody off that hill. Uh, <laughs> on that hill. Um, <laughs> um, and... Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I got this right. I'm, I'm at the bar right now, so I'm doing three things at once. No one's shocked uh, by that, Jason. No one's shocked by that. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, and then Twitter. Yeah, you just, you know, do, do the normal Twitter stuff. We post all the stuff. You know, a lot of people do that, those shameless plug things. I, I go to all those. I'll do those every yeah, once in a so. while. And I'll retweet my, my book every once in a while or, you know, do like a massive tweet or something like that um and then yeah facebook you can run facebook ads you can and those cross over on the insta um which yeah yeah you, you can definitely get some response out of those not a lot though but you do get some response yeah and then yeah you're right like um uh what are those stupid things called that humans use um they use them uh, 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 uh not, not emojis um God damn it. Hashtags? No. GIF? Well, those two. GIFs. There we go. Um, yeah, like a GIF of your book or something like that, like with multiple pictures uh, attached to it or something like that, like different scenes or something like that. Um, my publisher may had uh, the marketing company when my second book came out did um, did something like that, and that was running all over the place. God, I saw that thing everywhere. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, that worked. 
Oh, that, that, that caught a lot of attention. Um, so people, you know, um, it's like a, a picture of your book, uh, like the cover. And then uh, another another one of uh, the thing you do, like a, a, an animated, um, like, 30-second uh, video. Yeah. With, like, background. Uh, I have one up on YouTube someplace uh, for, for my last book. And that's where they put it, and they did some link it, I guess. That's what they were doing. Um, actually, I'm probably going to roll that thing out here when it gets a little bit closer to Thanksgiving for uh, Halloween. And not Halloween, but for Christmas. Oh, Halloween, Christmas, it's the same thing. The same thing. Scary. <laughs> uh, same thing. Yeah, same thing. Oh, my gosh. Um, and um, and uh, it started you know, you know, doing a little bit more promotions a little bit before uh, Thanksgiving. But, yeah, I mean, that's just me. This is just my experience, what I've done. So, I mean, I'll be everybody, everybody has a different way of doing things and all that stuff. Um but it, it does work. I mean, you do pick up during the holiday season, especially. Uh, I I actually do better around. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Another oh, holiday. Oh, Halloween, because most of my stuff is horror and and you know sci-fi and stuff like that. So yeah. usually Halloween does better for me. But yeah, people do during you know Christmas and Thanksgiving too. So, right. Anyways. Yeah. Thanks, Jason, for sharing all of that. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you, Jason. Um, I am grateful that we have people in the community, in this writer's block community, that are able to speak to a lot of these different things and and have them uh, at their fingertips and ready to go to share with the rest of us. It's yeah. awesome. That's how we get stronger, right? Um, now, Brandon, well, I just want to do... Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I don't know if Brandon's still with us. Okay. Um, anyway, we're going to continue talking about winter marketing. Um, Can you hear me? Part of that is going to be the fact that we have, obviously, Christmas coming up. Um, it's a great time to start advertising for, um, for the uh, holiday season and to be able to, you know, get that, the... The, the promotion and the, and the marketing out there so that when you do roll around to the holiday season, it's all set and ready. People have already purchased your book for Christmas. And that's why Brandon is putting so much emphasis on the, um, on the winter uh, or on the, the Thanksgiving black Friday stuff. Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear okay, you now. I don't know what that was about. Technical. It wouldn't be a show unless we had technical difficulties, right? We got it. We got to have some technical difficulties. Have it's just part of how this works. It's how it works. All right. So what I miss? <laughs> um, <laughs> you missed me rambling about getting stuff ready for Christmas. Yes. That's basically what you missed. <laughs> and I mean, one thing you can always, especially if you are a children's author, right? Um, what's that saying where it's, it's something to wear, something to look, I can't, what is that name? What is that? I said it last week. I know what you're talking well, about. One you, of them, you said it earlier this I, week. Yeah. And one of them's to read, right? Get copies yes. of either your book or whatever. Be like, Hey, I think your kid would really enjoy this. Um, great opportunity for you to get your book out there. On, Absolutely. On the I don't know that your book, Brandon, is exactly kid appropriate. Mine would not be, but, but that's that's why I preface that with if you're a kids lit author. Thank heavens we have a few of those. Yeah. Um, okay, so gearing up for the holiday season, we've got those three important dates with Black Friday and everything. Mm -hmm. um, what are some ways that you can so? Actually, I have a, a question before that. So how do you determine how much you should take off your price? Like, is there a formula that you're going to use? Is there something in there that's, you know, going to help you to to know the price point that you need to be at? Um, that's really going to be dependent on what you want to do. You can drop it as much as you want. Again, as long as you say above how much it's going to cost, to have your book printed. 
So you could literally drop it down to, we'll say, $15, and Amazon's taking $15 to print it. So you don't make anything, but it's a huge discount, and people might buy your books. Right. And that would be a really great yeah. thing. And this, when you're in Amazon, it'll tell you this is how much it's going to cost you to print. It'll say it right there when you're when you're going over the price algorithms and so on and so forth. And you can now, and you can set it to where it's like a 24-hour thing, and it does it automatically, and then it'll bump it back up to the original price. So you don't have to keep going in every single day to change it. So you can do you can do like a sale a sale price. Okay. And that's if you're, if you're self-published, if not, like Jason made a good comment that his publisher dictates the pricing on his books, um, obviously, because he's not going through Amazon and things. Um, and so that's maybe something that you'd have to talk through with your publisher, um, talk through with your agent, uh, to see what you could do during that time period to make that some, to make that happen. Um, and then obviously, uh, if you are traditionally published and you have your, um, you, you have your books in, in stores like Barnes and Noble and stuff, they'll obviously be running their own promotions and that type Correct. of thing. Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so here's a question for you, Brendan. Okay. What is... <sighs> We talk about all of this stuff for for online for these for like Black Friday and everything to get ready for Christmas so that people are going out there. On Amazon, is there a way to do like buy one get one free or you know that type of thing, or is it just discounted prices? They they have a a number of ways to do that. Um, I've never done it, so it's hard for me to speak on it, but I know that they've got a program where you can, it's buy two for one price or whatever. Like you can bundle them together. Okay. Okay. That works. So aside from doing the online stuff and from doing Black Friday and everything and, and Cyber Monday and all of that, what are some other winter marketing things? Well, um, you could be doing, um, a gift giveaway, right? That's always a good one. Um, if you're donating a book to a good cause, that's always good. If you're even if you're donating, if you're spending your time doing stuff, um, make sure you're taking pictures of that and promoting yourself that way as well. Absolutely. Okay. So. Uh something cool would be to like donate books to underprivileged areas um during the holidays like especially for like kidlet um uh donating like a set of books to school classrooms or something like that now a lot of classrooms they have to go through like as they have to be approved but it's a good opportunity for you like hey i'm a local author i really wanted to donate some books here you can have them do whatever you want with them right that's up to the library at that point on whether they're put in there or not. Um, I know that what, what is it? It's like where you sponsor a family and oh, yeah, like tree or something. Kind of I don't remember. Yeah, giving trees. Giving trees. There it is. That's a really great way to donate some books as well. If, I mean, they have the thing where it's like, well, this is what we're looking for, but you can also put your books, your books or, other indie author books in there for kids. Okay, awesome. So with that being said, there are, like, for the other seasons, like for summer and fall and things, we have a lot of things like farmer's markets and stuff. Are there similar things for winter marketing? Obviously, for a lot of people, it's cold outside and snowing, so we're not going to have a farmer's market. Is there something else out there that people can use to promote their books? You know, that's that's a hard one because there's not as much out there. Um, there there's not like I mean, there I'm sure there are farmers markets, but they've moved inside. But they're just not as strong because the farmers are all done with their stuff, right? But you yeah. can find um, like craft fairs. Crafting stuff is really big, um, and you can go there. Okay. 
I'm sure they would not mind depending on what you're doing and so on. Um, so it's, it's like, so in Vegas every year, they have like this huge expo thing called cowboy Christmas. Right. Um, and they have hundreds and hundreds of vendors that come in. And so if you wrote like Westerns, for instance, right. that might be a good place to go and promote your book during the holidays. Right. That would be a really good place to go and do that. Or you could do, you know, it's like, Hey, I know it's winter. Um, here's a good warm book to, to read next to the fire. Right. Something like that. Okay. Or like that kind of, it's a kind of like a getaway sort of a thing. Okay. So uh, promoting it as, you know, a cozy read for the winter holidays, that type of thing. Um, smart choices there. And the type of advertising that we're doing, whether that's on social media or elsewhere, is going to shift a little bit, right? Correct. So we're not going to say this is a summer beach read. Um, we're going to go ahead and say, hey, this is like a, a cozy winter read. And what are some of the uh, terms and things that you might want to use when you are posting. So like, are you, uh, are you asking for Twitter. buzzwords? Yeah. I'm asking for buzzwords so, for the winter. Holiday. Yeah. Like cozy, um, snuggle, just stuff that makes you feel all warm and like comfortable. Those work really well. Okay. And you have your hand up. Uh, yeah. I just thought the last time I was at my hairdressers that, um, one of our local authors here had a bunch of her books in a basket and they were had like ribbons wrapped around them. They were really cute. 1999. And I thought that was a neat idea. And I just wondered if other indie authors had thought about, you know, women with disposable incomes go and get their hair done often, their nails and all that kind of thing. You know, your local, hairstylist in places like that where you might place your book and whatever the little thingy barcodey thing is that you scan if they want to download it to a Kindle or something. Mm -hmm. That's such a great idea. I think idea. that's a great idea. Um, you could do, like you said, you could do that at like a nail salon, a hair salon. Um, and I think you have to kind of cater that to the style of book that you have too. Like, um, if you have, you know, a, a book that's maybe nonfiction, that's all about, you know, how to get the body you want, you can toss that, um, into your local gym. And I, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of the chain stores might not carry that for you, but everybody has a local gym around that might do that for you. I love the idea of having like women's fiction and women's lit, um, be part of, like the nail and hair salons. I think that's a brilliant idea. I think idea. that's brilliant, yeah. I think... Oh, please, do not go there. I'm going <laughs> to smack you, Jake. Do you <laughs> oh, come on. You know what I meant. Write, uh, all women read is romance? That's bullshit. No, 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 no. Women's lit is totally different. Come on, get off that train. <laughs> get him, man. I will get tell him. you to get off that train. <laughs> Um, oh, you just stepped in it. Absolutely, you can, you can, you can uh, promote your thrillers and your horrors and everything else um, at these places too. I'm saying women's lit, <laughs> women's fiction, in a little bit different context than saying romance. That's pretty limited in that view. You're saying uh, romance. When you say women's lit, you've got some oh no. inspiring, sweet, romancy crud going on. Oh dear. Oh dear. Leave it to M. We will to have talk to you about that. We will I have love to, it. to agree to disagree on that one because there's a whole entire section <laughs> of women's fiction, women's lit. That's all I got. <laughs> I, just I think you just I just stepped in it. That's honor. your problem, Jake. You just stepped in it. I and know, you're like, shit, I how do know. I get out of this now? <laughs> I don't know how to get out but, of it. No, you said it right, Brandon. You said shit. He stepped in it. He stepped right into it like a big old pile of I stepped right into I, it. I, think, I don't know what I was thinking. But I think it's a valid point of where I don't you're... think. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being brutal here. I'm just saying not all women are into light, fun fantastical you know whether it's friend 
friendships or love interest right. or whatever, you know, the traveling pants or peace, love, and eat Buddha or whatever the hell that book was. <laughs> eat Buddha. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. I mean, that's pretty great. I will hands down apologize right now that I did not mean to cause any offense at the term whip and slip. Yeah, he's just like, oops, my bad. I don't want to. I better be groveling. M's wonder a wonderful dear friend, and I don't want to think that I have offended anybody. But but I will say, there's some there's an idea in there that if you've got a book like a self help book, right? New Year's is generally the best place. That's where most people start, right? I'm gonna change New Year, New Me, right? So if you've written a book about mental health or physical health your gym would be a good place to try to promote that um so that would be i feel like that especially if you had a local gym like jake said that would be a good place to have it and try it i mean it doesn't hurt to go in and ask hey trying to promote this book i'm a local author would you mind just putting it on your counter as a display that's it and a lot of local businesses are willing to support other local businesses. Right. And as an author, you have to represent yourself as a business. Yeah. And that's hard for authors because, again, marketing is not our strong suit. Promoting ourselves is not our strong suit. We just want to write the stupid book and be done with right. it and have the world love and praise right. it. Like, I think of now that, that that brings up, I think of, like, if you've written a cookbook. Absolutely. Where would you, where would you, where so, would be a good place to promote that? I would go to the local stores that we have around here that have uh, baking supplies and baking goods and that type of thing. Like we have some pretty famous sites around here, like the Lehigh Roller Mills and stuff. And I would say, Hey, I've got this, this cookbook out and I would love to promote it at your store like because I... it's just have people, you know, uh, wanting to to use more of your your specialty flowers yeah. i think that's a i mean there's some some ideas in there that are if you just know where to i hear you jake you've sequestered me to the bar <laughs> is that a is that a good thing you've sequestered me I don't to know the bar good thing. you've put baby oh, yeah. in the corner oh, oh. <laughs> nobody puts baby in the corner Jake doesn't know that reference. He doesn't get that reference. He's never seen that movie. I have to. Oh. Stop. Jake, you're, you're in what my grandfather would call doghouse. I am in the doghouse. I am absolutely in the doghouse, and I'm trying to make up for it. He's trying. You, you um, can't. You can't. That's a secret. You can't. Just settle down. Be calm. Be cool. <laughs> she's going to come in there, and she's going to beat you later. Just relax. <laughs> All right, I'll take my Probably now. Um, Brandon, yes. what are some other things that people can do for winter marketing? You know, it's it's all about planning. You got to know what's going to be happening and knowing your price and when your stuff's going to go on sale. Those are your biggest things for winter marketing because that's there's a lot more sale opportunities over the course of the winter than there is generally in any other season of the year. Cause you've got black Friday, you've got cyber Monday, you've got small business Saturday that week right there. You could make, you could really push hard for your book and you really should be. Um, I also would probably do um, autograph copies as well. That's where people, especially indie authors make a good chunk of money is offering, Hey, you can buy this book at this price or you can purchase it autographed here and bump up the, the price just a little bit. Uh, people okay. tend to purchase it a like, couple bucks more and you get an autographed copy, which is super. It's a great way to, to do it. I think when I did my book signing, I had two. You can buy the book for 15 bucks, or I can sign it for you for 20 And I was selling almost every single one of mine for 20 bucks. See, that's awesome. Um, also, when you do the publishing on 
Amazon. Is there a way to do different versions, I guess, is a way to put it? Like where you have like uh, a forward author's note or something that makes the book special. So it's like a special edition type thing. Um, Not to my knowledge. I'm not saying there isn't, but I've never done that. So I can't okay. say that. Jason, you got your hand up? I did. I want to know, people actually pay extra for signed copies of the book? I mean, this is like a totally new subject for me. Yeah, people I will just pay. Kind of just, I, I just sign it. It's like, okay, here you go. Yeah. I don't charge I would, anything extra. I mean, it doesn't have to be a whole lot. It's just, it's giving that opportunity, right? Hey, you can, I'm willing to, especially if you're doing like an in-person sale, hey, you can buy it for, like I said, $15, or I'll sign it for you for 20 I didn't even know that was a thing. Yes. Oops. Everybody who has ever heard I was a writer said that they uh, that they would want a signed copy from me whenever I finally got published. Oh, so yeah, that's I me too. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, it's your chance to just kind of say, hey, this is something a little bit special, a little bit above and beyond. Um and obviously it's it's different if you're going out and doing like author signings and things like that. Um, but to have it on Amazon or on any of the the sites, as far as that goes, you can charge a little bit more for a signed copy because it's something a little extra special. Yeah, I mean, definitely push that via your, like if you've got your your author website, you can definitely do it that way. And push it, push the sales through there. That's what we need to talk about sometime with author websites. I really need a new one. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'll add that to the season three lineup. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get that done, Jake. <laughs> so let's let's touch base on that for just a oh, minute. Shit. What is the benefit of having a an author website, Brandon? You had to go there. You just had to go there. Of course, it, he. Yes, it's it's going to benefit you because you really have control over what's going to be happening on that website. And you have that. It helps your readers be more direct with you and you can have more visibility that way with them. So you get to like write your own blog and they can kind of follow along with what's happening in your life. And, and that's, you know, if they don't have facebook or they don't have twitter or they don't have social media or what have you that's a way for them to follow you and know what's happening in your life and then you can advertise your sales your upcoming books your book promotions what have you it's really a way for you to control what they're seeing which is awesome and like for instance if i were to take a winter marketing thing and throw it out into the world i would say go to any of the outdoor events like we have these huge light festivals all over the place and you could go around passing out little packets of hand warmers with your like qr code and a, something that takes you to your website that's a cute idea like it's not a farmer's market but hey it could generate some interest yeah. And knowing and people always appreciate yeah, stuff and I like think that. like if you could do like a little pop up booth at like a like a little cool. lights festival, like hey, I'm just gonna do a pop up booth and like doing some hot chocolate. We'll say hot chocolate in your uh, hey, here's a free QR code for a, a coupon for my book. If you want to purchase it, it comes with your hot chocolate. That would be awesome. See, like, and like a couple of the light festivals that we have around here are like massive, where like tens of thousands of people go through every single night. Um, and so it's it's a great way to get your your face and your brand yeah, out there. And that's what we're all about. Absolute freaking Absolute freaking that's that's a curse word for Jake. That that is like me swearing up a storm. That's like me saying fuck. Yeah, but yeah, there, it is the equivalent. It's not really the equivalent because I say fact all the time. But anyways, uh, <laughs> you are such a dork. Yes, yes, I am, Jake. 
Yes. So, you, as a published author, what is something that you should be doing to get your stuff ready to go for the for the winter? What do you think? Um, obviously, like you would have a, a plan with your agent, and if you have a marketing budget through your uh, through the publisher that you're going through, that is awesome. Um, anymore, it's actually most books don't have a large publishing force behind them, and it's left up to the authors themselves to do a lot of their self promotion. Um, which is a downside in a way, but it's also kind of a, a benefit because these authors are really having to go out there and push hard to, to, you know, see the sales that they want to see and really kind of getting it to be a little bit more grassroots, I think. Right. Um, and so there's all sorts of things that you can do where you can promote your, your book sales, um, whether that's, you know, tossing out there uh, a competition or a free giveaway on social media or getting a group together and promoting each other's books by making sure that you call around to all the local bookstores and making sure that your books are stocked on the shelves mm-hmm. um, during the holiday season. Everybody knows that you know, there's always those last minute gifts to buy for Christmas and everything. And having your books on the shelf, especially having quite a few of them on the shelf, is a great way to, you know, make sure that your books are are getting out there into the world. Um, So I think those, those are kind of the directions and the routes that I would go. Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to make sure that you have enough backup, right? If you've got should as we always say, you should always have some with you, ready to go. Um, so definitely make sure you have that. Ready. Yeah, you got to have the inventory yeah. to be able to sell right. it. Uh, Jason, go ahead. Boy, I'm just all talky talky tonight, aren't I? Uh, so good. actually, going back to your last statement about having uh, your book in bookstores, I'm actually currently working on that right now with a couple of the local bookstores where I live uh, for the holidays. Um, I approached one of the people there and all that stuff. Uh, a lot of places, I guess, I don't know if this is, you know, every bookstore, but at least the ones around here is they are actually sell you room in the oh, store okay. to put your books in the store, like on consignment. So, like, you know, $40 or something like that. They give you like X amount of space and you can have your books there. I only have two books out. So obviously it's that big. And when my third book comes out, I'm going to immediately do this. But um, um, yeah, it's uh, kind of what they do over here is you can literally like rent space to put your books out in the store. See, and that's that's so interesting because I have a couple of friends around here, both traditionally published and indie authors, and we have some wonderful, wonderful local bookstores that are just awesome about local authors and everything, um, having signings and, and uh, book talks and things. And they, if you go and approach them and say, hey, I have this book out, I'm a local author, they will, the ones around here at least, will just stock the book for you. They're, they're happy to have um, more books on the shelf. Obviously, they do a, a markup so that they have some profit from it. But you're not charged for the, for the shelving he, here, at least in the bookstores that I know of. Um, that's a whole new concept that I've never heard of, Jason. That's kind of cool, actually, that you have guaranteed space, though. <coughs> Sorry, I'm on the... I'm on the move. Um, You're good. Yeah. So this is, yeah, it's like a one-time fee, though, but basically they will put it, you know, wherever their section is, and they'll even give you, like, a little bit of, like, you know, front, front, you know, door space or for a day or two or a couple days or something like that, and then it gets moved to, like, that section of the where, 
your books would be normally kept. And awesome. it's, it's just like a one-time fee. I, for, over here in Santa Cruz County, it's uh, $40. So, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and then, you know, you basically, you have to come in and you bring like five books and whatever, how many books you have published. And then they'll stock it for you. Um, and then there's other things you can do too, like signings and stuff like that. I'm not interested really too much in that stuff anymore. I was in the beginning, but I, I, I have a high tolerance for not dealing with people well after a certain amount of time. So. <laughs> Gee, um, couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I love it. So, um, so anyways, yeah, so that, that's that's kind of another way that you can do uh, at least what they do around here. Like I said, other places are probably different as you're you're saying right now. It's like they just open it up. But yeah, you're guaranteed a space. Um, so, I mean, yeah, what you were saying before, I just kind of wanted to backtrack on that. No, that's really that's really a cool idea um, uh, to be able to go and, like I said, to have your own space is, is pretty amazing um and i i like that uh because it gives you obviously that continuous visibility and everything that's really neat now um uh, jake yeah for someone that reads that that writes kid lit yes right? i'm thinking of you specifically yes. would it be a good idea to dress up as santa and do a kid's reading Okay, so I think that, that would be a brilliant idea. Um, I think that you would have a lot of fun with that. Um, and the other thing that I would do too is to make sure and schedule school visits during the holidays or leading up to the holidays. Um, kids love, love, love to have interaction with authors yeah. uh, and to have people come to their classrooms or, or for an assembly. Um, and to have that opportunity to meet a real live author is a big deal to them. And then they go home and they say, oh my gosh, I have to have this book. Um, and so I feel like, especially during the holidays, um, it's a great time for uh, kid-lit authors because kids want to put things on their on their Christmas wish yeah. list. They want to add those to yeah. it. Uh, and so... I love the idea of doing a reading as Santa Claus. I think that's a great idea. I mean, that wouldn't work for me, but it would work for you. No, but it would work for me. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and you could do it. I, yeah, i i could totally I could totally be Santa Claus. <laughs> I could totally be Santa Claus. You, yes, yes, you could. I want to hear your best ho ho ho. Oh, 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 oh. oh my god that that was impressive that was actually very, thank you, thank very you. impressive I, I do have some hidden <laughs> talents just like em does I'm, with her soundboard and her soundboard that was impressive i'm actually very impressed by that Good um i thank you um as far as marketing for kids as well kidlet is a little bit hard because and it, yes, you're marketing to the kids themselves, but really what you're marketing to is the gatekeepers, like their school librarians, their teachers, um, and then obviously parents, because they're the ones that have the, uh, the, the cash and the cards to be able to afford these books. Um, and so making sure that your book is front and center for uh, parents and for for teachers and things is obviously a huge deal um in addition to that it makes me it makes me think of this an old simpsons episode right okay and if anybody knows me they know i love the simpsons i love the simpsons jake knows that for sure that, he's that is a gross understatement he is obsessed with the obsessed Simpsons. Is, I obsessed promise. is a bit strong, but it's a good show. Anyways, um, there's an episode where Krusty the Clown is telling on his, he's got his show and he's saying, "Listen, kids, bug your parents until you buy our, my product, or they're going to camp or something like that." And, and then Bart and Lisa go and they're like, "Okay, here's what's going to happen. 
we're going to bug you until you give us what we want. Are you prepared? And it, I'm like, that was a great way to do that. Like, <laughs> bug your parents until you buy this product. Which, when you think about it, a lot of, I mean, that's kind of what toy companies do, right? It's what toy companies what do. do. They put it in center. They say, we're going to be in the toy aisle, and you are going to want this more than anything else you've ever wanted in your life. I mean, and if you don't get it, just bug your parents. Just bug your parents. I'm not sure that's the message we want to be sending. I mean, <laughs> just say. Oh, uh, we've got sirens again. I know. I'm so sorry. It's fine. I was driving in the car, and you could hear the gear shift, so it's not the end of the world. No, we couldn't hear that. Not at all. Right. Brandon, right. I've got a question for you. Go ahead, Em. Go for it. <clears throat> If you had, like, coffee shops or local places where someone might sit back and pick up a book, because we have a couple of coffee shops that have books on the shelves. If you were to put cool. a sticker or something in the front cover that with a little note that says, if you started reading this book and you would like to order it, scan this QR code. Would oh, that be appropriate? That, that's an idea. I think that would absolutely be appropriate i you would want to talk to the management team first absolutely make sure they're okay with it and then like you, you can you would i mean if you donated a book to their library and yeah. you know would you carry this in here i'm not asking you to sell it yeah and i've included a qr code inside the cover if they would like to order it and continue reading it i would appreciate it if you'd let me put it on your shelf yeah i think that's a great idea Emma. That is a brilliant idea. I love that so much. Like, so, so because much. Because I have, and I only got yeah. that idea because I used to clean cabins up at a resort area near us. And, I mean, these are really, really expensive cabins. And people come from all over the place, either to watch the trees or come and get away from life or, you know, for, um, what's the heart season? crap valentine's day valentine's day <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious oh my gosh the heart season i'm gonna love that the heart season you know that she has asked me if i get published or when i get published if i will leave a book in those cabins and she said i've seen in some of the other resorts where i've done training that they have let the local authors put the QR codes in the front cover. So if they start reading it while they're on vacation and don't finish it, if they don't actually take the book, they can order it. They can it. order it. Yeah. <clears throat> that is so brilliant. I love I think that's it. that's a great idea. That's another thing, too, is, like, go to your bed and breakfast and th local things and say, hey, I'm a local author. Would you be willing to put this in the room? Yeah, I think I think you could totally get away with that. I just had the QR code thing from one of Brandon's previous statements in one of his other uh, marketing programs. Episodes, I yeah, that was really neat. I'd never, I'd never actually thought about that. Yeah, those QR code things are, you can put them in almost, I mean, anywhere and everywhere. They're a great idea, but I really like that idea, Em. Thank you for sharing it. So I was wondering then if, so at least around here, we have like this really fancy hotel called the Anniversary Inn. Um, that's kind of a local thing. And each room has a different theme and you get to like book your stay and it's expensive and wonderful. But I'm wondering if you couldn't, approach stuff like that like local attractions and say hey like this is something that you should carry i mean yeah you could i you, <laughs> i when you say like each room's a different theme i don't think of books like <laughs> i well, go no, like a whole have... different direction with that i'm like well we'll talk about that in like the heart <laughs> season like, yeah, what kind of weird clubs are <laughs> yeah, going to? Yeah, Brandon, the heart season. Yeah, there you go. We'll talk about that when we talk about erotica. Like, 
No, that is not what I'm saying. Oh my gosh. I'm seeing mirrors on the ceiling yes. and heart-shaped bitches. Yes. No, 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 no. I can't be the only one that thought that when he said that, right? Like, no, there's like. No, the, you're not. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. There's like a Victorian I thought, I thought room and couples. Yeah, literally, I was like, this is like some shady back roads motel where it's like oh that's your no that's the, ju- <laughs> the, that's the jungle room that's the like western and i'm like the i don't ESM room that's your that's your dino erotica porn like what no that's no oh my god literally what i thought of this is so not jake, going the way that i thought it would i'm so sorry jake but uh it's pick on jake night it is totally allowed to be pick on Jake Knight. I I deserve it. Right now, Brandon's my favorite. <laughs> Rude! Yes. Rude! That is not okay. That's... I've got to jump back up the list. That's because you insulted her earlier. I know. In... Oh, Jake, I gotta. We gotta teach you some stuff. I know. <laughs> I, you would expect that. I really like, he has so an much odd, odd uh, mentality about what women read. Yeah, they read horror and thrillers and all the. <laughs> and he says that he and says that now. As, like... And as long as there is a female protagonist, then then it's definitely part of women's lit. Yeah, I feel like he just got his hand like his hand is in the cookie jar, and he's like, "No, this isn't. I wasn't getting a cookie." I was not getting a cookie, obviously. I was busy going to the anniversary inn. Yeah. We know what you were doing there. Anniversary, air quote that, anniversary inn. Okay. Wow. Just wow. I mean, you're the one, you're the one who, <laughs> you're the one who brought it up. Like, that's our Jurassic Park room. There's a special. No, 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 <laughs> There's no, There's a special no, look no. in there. Like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every episode. Just make sure they have a James Bond room for me. I don't have to have a female protagonist. Ooh. As okay. long as he's hot. We will have a James Bond room for you. It would be a James... <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say this. Daniel Craig. I'm going to say this. It would be like a James Bondage room. <laughs> Brandon Morehouse. Brandon Morehouse. That was good. I knew you were going to say that. That was good. Sorry, Daniel Craig could tie me up anytime he wanted. That was good. That was good. (laughs) Daniel Craig is lovely. I will say that. Daniel Craig is lovely. Um, Well, younger Daniel Craig. His current Daniel Craig is a little old. He's getting a little frumpy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can see that. That's still smash. I'd, I'd still I'd still smash says David. I'd hit it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. That is perfectly okay. Fine. Go for it. Um, Jake. Yes, winter marketing. We are out of time. Yes. We're out of time. Okay. We have we okay. have two minutes left. I know. That's great. So what do we need to talk about for those last two minutes? Uh, well, why don't you go through your spiel of what people should be doing if they're listening to the show? While I... If you're listening to the show, then you're already doing the good stuff of listening to the show. And obviously, we want you to go over on Twitter and follow the writer's block. Don't be afraid to kind of join in. We just started a beta reading group over there. If you need help finding beta readers, great place, great resource right now. Um, If you are busy listening to us after the fact, then you should go to podbean.com and make sure and give us a like and a follow. And we'd love to hear your comments on the shows. Now, which, by the way, we have lots and lots of episodes. I so go knock yourself out. I think we're pushing Jake. I don't even know what number we're at. There's two seasons. Uh, There's almost two seasons, two full seasons of. We're about done with yeah. this season. We're over forty, I think. I think our, at this point. Yeah, I think we're well over forty. Yeah. So, um, Brandon, Jake, what do they need to know for next week? Next week, we're going to be talking about query letters again, as we always do. Perfect. Yes, we got to. That's a lot to cover. 
Then the week after that, we're going to be talking about cookbooks. And then the week after that, we have a very special episode. We have a very, very special guest. Um, my agent, Anne Rose, has agreed to come on the show and talk to us about all things literary agent and publishing industry and uh, query letters, you name it. She is willing to answer questions um, and just be an absolute open book. She is an absolute gem in the industry, and I love her um so much and you guys will too so please 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 mark that on your calendars because it's going to be a fun episode and then the week after that is our season finale sad day sad day day. so all right that's all we have so no no heart episode well that's next season we will be doing that next season m because we have we have our show will fall on. You know, I've got to meet. I got to meet Jake's expectations. I've got to learn up. Learn up on this stuff. Jake has. <laughs> Jake has very low expectations, so don't worry. Rude. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. You're right. All right. <laughs> I got to get my romancey stuff on. I guess. I mean, you better be. You better have a full romance for me to read by that time. Okay, I can do that. Okay, okay. perfect. I can do that. You've read a couple of interesting concepts. I know, and I love them, and I want more of it. I don't think I'm very good at it. I think you're just dandy at it. I think you're just not giving yourself enough credit. There's not enough people to kill. Oh, see. <laughs> that always makes for a good romance. <laughs> Always a good moment. You're not gonna make you know, it. I'm oh. I like the Black Widow stuff. Yes. So. All right, we can do a My horror romance. For his life it's a new time. genre mashup. <clears throat> horror romance. That would be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. And on that note, write, read your horror romance. Write your horror romance. We are done this week. We'll see everyone next good week. Night, y'all. Have a good night. Bye.